ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is scheduled for one topic. Interview, discussions, or review all apply. Hailing from Northern Ireland is your WrestleShock host, Chris Ventomania Vint! Hello guys and welcome to another episode of WrestleShock Reviews. I am your host, Chris Vint, as you would have guessed by now, because if you're just tuning in, yes, uh, uh, this is where we review sample DVDs, you know, upcoming DVDs, Blu-rays from www.dvd.co.uk, where you can basically go pre-order any items that are upcoming or order any um, back catalogue items that you're after. great stuff there um, that you can actually sign up for. You can actually sign up for their newsletter as well uh, by just typing in your name and your email address and uh, that kind of thing. So yeah, there's a particular item that I'm here today to review which is the WWE, well, WWE, the top 25 rivalries in wrestling history. Uh, Now this obviously is a countdown one um, hosted by the wonderful uh, Renee Young, um, May Young's daughter, perhaps. <laughs> um, yeah, hosted by that. It's done now. There will be spoilers in this before I go any further. If you're not wanting to find out who's in the top twenty-five, please don't listen now. Listen to this whenever you've actually finished um, watching it. Uh, whenever it's out, uh, well, it's out the the. 26th of June so you'd have to wait until after the 24th of June sorry so we'd have to wait until after that but anyway so yeah so there will be spoilers in this before I go any further so yeah it's done in the kind of like a periodic table kind of you know like pit, uh, pitting one element against the other you know that kind of thing um, it, Renee hosts it really really well um, great to see her actually getting a, a chance to actually host um, something you know, so in sports entertainment, rivalry takes on many forms, but only 25 can be considered the greatest in history. For the first time ever, WWE presents the top 25 rivalries in wrestling history, from grudges spawned out of championship pursuits to personal vendettas that transcended the boundaries of the ring. All the timeless conflicts are presented here. Each rivalry is narrated by a different sports entertainment personality, featuring showdowns from WWE, NWA, WCW, ECW, AWA, and WCCW plus 90 minutes of blu-ray exclusive extras so if you are getting the blu-ray you have Shawn Michaels tribute to Undertaker from Smackdown 2009 a six-man tag team match for the WWE Championship uh, which was Triple H, Batista and Shane McMahon versus Legacy uh, from Backlash um, 2009 uh, and you have a WWE Championship match John Cena versus CM Punk from Night of Champions from 16th of September 2012 now uh, I'm going to go through the 25 and give my thoughts on them and who talks about them and stuff. Now, as they say, you know, like there's a different person for each one. Um, so it's not a case of, well, we'll get into that in a minute. So number 25 is Triple H versus Mick Foley, uh, which is actually um, narrated by Road Dog. Uh, obviously Road Dog, part of uh, DX, you know, and uh, we see... You know, we see Mankind versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley and that kind of thing. Then we see their epic brawl from Royal Rumble 2000, whenever, you know, there's thumbtacks and just probably one of their best matches. So you see a lot of stuff there. Uh, Road Dog obviously, um, talking about how it's went from, you know, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the, s- the snob, you know, to like two, um, you know, Triple H, the game, you know, uh, 
branching in the DX, um, you know, with obviously Road Dog, uh, Billy Gunn, X Pack, that kind of thing. So that's that's a good way to kick it off. Then for all you ECW fans, is Taz versus Sabu, uh, which is narrated by Shane Douglas, uh, the franchise. Uh, yeah, so we see Taz Sabu. You know, like how many times Taz is actually called Sabu out. Sabu didn't come out. Uh, kind of culminated in the two of them facing off in the ring. The crowd going nuts and the lights kind of dimming down um, whenever they're actually, you know, beating the crap out of each other and it tees up for a really good match then. Uh, you know, kind of, it's just what those two were meant to do were just to basically face each other. Um, and just some of the spots that you see in that. Well, with it being ECW, you can't really be surprised uh, with that. Uh, but it is, it is, uh, especially for me, who don't know an awful lot about ECW, you know, I haven't really sat down and watched an awful lot of it, um, that's a good one, but for me, one of my personal highlights is number 23, which is Ray versus Eddie, um, which is um, narrated by Vicky Guerrero, um, obviously cl- close first hand with um, Vicky being married to Eddie, um, you see their feud in WCW, um, Eddie trying to get Ray to join the Latino World Order, Ray refusing their epic, epic match um, from Halloween Havoc, I believe, where it was Eddie's title versus Ray's mask, uh, and then it says, you know, like how many years it was later, like seven or ten years later, in them um, facing off in WWE um, for like the custody of Dominic and Vicky, saying that um, Ray was actually probably more nervous than Dominic was. Dominic was a great little actor, you know. Um, some of the spots that he did there, you know, like just very emotional, you know, and um, just did his part well. Uh, number twenty-two is probably one that. A lot of people don't really know an awful lot about or watch firsthand would be Bruiser Brody versus Abdullah the Butcher, which is hosted by none other than Mick Foley, the hardcore legend. Um, Foley said something to do with Bruiser Brody that because he has so many blade marks on his forehead that he could actually get a quarter or something and stick it in each of the slots on on his head um, to do... He could actually do that because of the amount of stuff that he actually had cuts on his head. I suppose that's very similar to something like Dusty Rhodes, because with him having the amount of um, stuff that he has in his head as well. Uh, then we have Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Piper, my favorite against Alan's favorite, um, which is actually narrated by Ted DiBiase Jr., um, which is very uh, bizarre. Um, obviously, you're saying that um, Hogan Piper, um, those two kind of were the ones who made Wrestlemania what it is today um, and I, I can't really disagree with that with the likes of Hogan and Piper um, two great talkers uh, Piper obviously a little bit better talking than Hogan but not much but Hogan seems to carry more star power than Piper but anyway um, so those two um, talking about Ted DiBiase Jr. Uh, then we have um, Cena versus CM Punk, narrated by Paul Heyman, saying that um, you know CM Punk's the best in the world. Um, Cena didn't stand a chance, that kind of thing. But that was um, great to hear Heyman's views. I'm not going to basically tell you word for word what they say because obviously it's up to you to watch. But um, number 19 is Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar which was narrated by Bret Hart obviously Bret Hart probably being a big 
fan of Kurt Angle with him being such a technical wrestler. Um, Brock, you know, such a machine, really. Um, just real. Just their match at WrestleMania 19. Um, Kurt, you know, having his neck injuries, and then Brock obviously going for the shooting star press, getting knocked out, and Kurt, you know, telling how to finish the match. Um, but uh, Brett was just saying, you know, like it was really nicely told story which which it was uh then we have triple h versus randy orton uh which was narrated by cody rhodes now cody actually said i think it was at wrestlemania 25 that um the crowd were electric for this match now i don't really remember that to be honest with you um i don't think this would be their best match you know like you see the likes of orton punting um Shane and Vince in the head giving the DDT to Stephanie and obviously Cody saying that he enjoyed that feud immensely because he got a f- the best seat in the house because he was part of Legacy at the time with Ted DiBiase Jr um, then he actually got to um, you know see the, the thing unfold um, obviously at, at certain stages like one of the matches there you see those three against Triple H, Batista and Shane McMahon um, so yeah that's that's a good one uh, one of the most underrated rivalries in my opinion because I think one of these gents I would love to sit down and watch a lot more of them because I think Jericho kind of based his um, heel character on him is Nick Bockwinkle against uh, Vern Gagne I was going to say Greg Gagne there but that wasn't right um, and this is uh, narrated by Dean Okerlund obviously an announcer and the NWA uh, Bockwinkle just seemed to have, you know, like um, such a good chemistry with the microphone and in the ring as well. Uh, Okerlund said that, you know, he could just talk, whereas Ganya would kind of get his point across, but in a very roundabout, very lethargic kind of way. Whereas Bockwinkle would instantly, you know, demand your attention. So then we had Mankind vs. The Undertaker, which was um, narrated by Jerry Lawler. Um, obviously, he was talking about the Hell in the Cell match, um, saying that, you know, whenever they were actually there, then um, whenever they were actually above the cell, he was like, how, how is the cell holding these two? And then he kind of had a feeling that something was going to happen. And lo and behold, you know, like he gets... Mankind gets thrown off the steel cage onto the announce table and, you know, we have the that's it, he's dead, you know, um, phrase from Lawler. Um, but just just to see these two and the amount of, ma- you know, the amount of matches that they'd had and the amount of, um, you know, whether it was Barry Alive, Hell in a Cell, that kind of thing, um, was really good to see. Uh, then we had Tommy Dreamer versus Raven, uh, narrated by Joey Styles. Um, we see like um, we see the sorry I'm lost for words here um, we see like Raven obviously um, beating Dreamer and then we see like a promo done by Dreamer and saying you know like I can't get a break every time I, I go to go to have a match with him he, he beats me and that kind of thing um, and Joey Styles saying that um, it wasn't until Dreamer had his Singapore Kenny match with um, Sandman that the fans kind of took to him and thought he was hardcore. And then um, I don't think Dreamer wanted Raven to to let Dreamer beat him. I think he, you know, he didn't want that to happen. I think I don't think Dreamer wanted that to happen either. But eventually it did. Uh, then we had HBK versus the Undertaker. Um, 
Michael P.S. Hayes narrates this and said it was so good to be part of this, so good to be part of this storyline, um, to write stuff for this. This is obviously whenever we see um, The Undertaker, you know, the darkness, and then um, Shawn Michaels coming out as the light, you know, kind of mimicking The Undertaker with the, the white hat and the coat and everything. And kind of coming out, turn the lights on, kind of, you know, with a big smirk on his face. And obviously leading up to some fantastic matches. Now, I think it was Royal Rumble 2008. I think it was that these two were the last two in the um, in the uh, Royal Rumble, and then we see the epic, you know, t- backwards and forwards between the two, two and throwing, and just absolutely outstanding stuff there um, from those two. And obviously, they've probably had one of the best matches of all time. I think Michael PSA said that that is one of his best matches. You know, like one of his favorite matches, and it would be hard pushed to think of anything else that would beat that uh, we then had Cena versus Edge which is narrated by Lita um, so um, yeah the likes of those two there obviously Lita being a big part of Edge the radar superstar um, obviously Edge had his money in the bank cashed in on Cena um, after Cena had won the Elimination Chamber match all bloody and beaten and that's when Edge won his first one but the rivalry between those two was very very good and I think Alita played an integral part in that um, in that uh, rivalry um, because as she did she was a great foil to Edge um, as you know most women can be if they're if they're used the right way used right way Uh, certainly like the way AJ is used with Dolph Ziggler at the moment Um, then we have Hulk Hogan Randy Savage um, narrated by CM Punk saying that he was obviously a big Savage fan which you can kind of tell by his his trunks and everything and saying that you know Hogan was always eat your eat your vitamins say your prayers and all that kind of stuff for his macho man you know and he kind of played up in the whole um whenever Elizabeth gets knocked down and Hogan takes her to the back and he's like what's he doing he's not a doctor you know he had eyes and Liz it's always a woman's fault um but just kind of very funny things there done by um by Punk uh, we had Tully Blanchard versus Magnum TA um obviously this is um one of the few that um in the top 10 that isn't from WWE and it's good to see you know like um very uh not the most notarized of feuds, you know, obviously Magnum TA called that way because, you know, I can look like Tom Selleck, Magnum P.I., um, Terry Allen being his name, TA, and Tully Blanchard, one of the four horsemen. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, if you will, um, talks about this one. Um, says, you know, like how good these two were and how legitimate heat there was uh, between those two and obviously, you know, with the crowds and things like that. We then had Mr. Big Red's favourite, Kane, versus The Undertaker, which is um, narrated by JR, um, saying that um, it's like seeing two science fiction um, characters uh, having a match and the amount of interference in matches, you know, like Kane interfering in The Undertaker Shawn Michaels match and the very live match between um, Undertaker and Vince at SummerSlam 2003. But uh, obviously these two here, you know, brother versus brother, um, was just like a really good feud. And uh, yeah, it's really good to see. Then we had the only kind of, well, one of two tag teams, Edge, Christian, Hardys and Dudleys, which was hosted by William Regal. Um, Obviously Regal saying that, you know, 
these guys did tables, ladders and chairs match matches and then every time they did it they would have to try and top what they did before that and then top that again so if you go through each of their matches you see the progression of how how it went from good to great and from great to greatness and he says that you know they probably knocked months if not years off their career as is pretty much evident with edge you know no longer being able to wrestle sadly due to um his neck issues um but obviously these three just were fantastic um performers uh really awesome spots and something that's sadly lacking nowadays in the tag team division uh, we then see Dusty Rhodes uh, versus Ric Flair which is done by Shawn Michaels who said that you know like it was great to travel around with um, Ric Flair whenever Flair was with WWE um, and said you know like how Flair was getting ribbed by Dusty Rhodes because obviously he was just coming into the rest, uh, wrestling and uh, was getting his hair shaved you know like was basically Dusty Rhodes busboy wanted to be Dusty Rhodes and you see like a picture of Flair with the the robe on very much like um dusty had on you know like and the two similarities very much like Shawn michaels chris jericho that kind of thing but it's just really really good to see uh then we go on it's narrated by rick flair and savon erics versus the freebirds from wccw uh michael psa is obviously a freebird um you don't actually see flair you just hear him talk so i don't know whether this is something that they've used from a dvd or something like that and just didn't want to show it i don't know um uh we then had austin versus rock which for me would have i thought it would have been a bit higher uh, but um this is narrated by the miz obviously it just shows you you know like how how great these two gelled you know very much like cm punk and cena do now and how great these two were um whether it was like austin throwing the the intercontinental championship in the ocean whereas austin with the um pickup truck running over rock's new lincoln car um whether it was the rock and the nation you know no matter what it was you know like in any see like wrestlemania 19 the last match that austin had was against the rock and you know three times three times they've main evented and not many people have done that you know um and those two you know i think if you were to put those two together now they would still draw the money because they're they're such talented men we then had andre versus hogan um which is done by the big show um obviously big show huge guy huge andre fan was rooting for andre was amazed whenever hogan actually picked andre up and slammed him and uh the slam heard around the world um but yeah just um you know like undertaker's told show stories about andre the giant and things like that and big show says that he's one person that he's really he, he's really um really wanted to meet you know like big show really wanted to meet andre the giant and i think that would have been something that would have been made big show's life you know complete so to say then we had rick flair versus ricky steamboat uh, two technical geniuses here um i think that if i think that if things hadn't gone the way they did i think in one of these top 10 lists you would have had kurt angle versus chris benoit i i'm pretty confident in that but this would be like the you know the 80s version of that um 
it's um, narrated by Tommy Young, who was a referee back in like WCW refereed some of their you know Ironman matches or sixty minute draws, etc. Uh, just watching some of the the matches, um, some of the spots and things they were just these two were just gifted. They knew what what we each other were going to do before probably they did you know they were just in sync with each other and uh, just great rivalry you see like steamboat um slapping flair taking him into the ring kind of stripping him down to his his uh y fronts and his loafers and flair kind of just like looking there all bemused and said that steamboat was his greatest opponent but the only problem with steamboat was that he, he never worked as a heel which was true so um, then we had Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart narrated by Dolph Ziggler saying you know like how much that um, he still watches the Iron Man match and he still picks up little bits and pieces from that you know and the just the near falls and everything about that match and how those two had a legitimate heat with each other and you see certain spots from that you hear the you know Bret's had sunny days promo as well which I was a bit surprised that they used um, but yeah, great to see Ziggler talking about these two. Obviously, Ziggler adopt, adopting the the Michael super kick now and um, things like that. And then number one, narrated by Vince Russo, is none other than Austin versus McMahon. Um, I don't think you would have had any other rivalry that could have topped that. To be honest, as it's pretty much evident with it being number one, uh, Vince Russo obviously saying about how on fire and how popular the wrestling business was then um with vince and um austin you know some of the things like the corvette springs to mind uh vince 316 says i i just peed my pants well that didn't say peed but you know what i mean uh the stunner from madison square garden that was you know just done at the right time as Forty says and just uh, i mean you can buy the austin mcmahon disc you know um but uh i think you'll probably find some stuff on the dvd etc you know to do with this um yeah so that that's basically the top 25 you know some i i can't really fault it to be honest with you um i think you know it runs for about three hours some of the featured matches is Hogan versus Piper from War to Settle Score, um, February 1985. I quit Steel Cage match from the NWA United States Championship. Tully Blanchard versus Magnum TA from Starcade 85. Bruiser Brody versus Abdullah the Butcher, World Class Championship Wrestling, July 1987. Uh, Kerry and Kevin Von Erich versus Terry Gordy and Buddy Roberts, um, World Class Championship Wrestling, 1988. Hogan and Savage versus Million Dollar Man, Ted DB. Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase and Andre the Giant from SummerSlam 88. Undertaker vs. Mankind, King of the Ring 96. Uh, grudge Match, Taz vs. Sabu, Barry Legal, 13th April 97. The Final Battle, Tom, Tommy Dreamer vs. Raven, Wrestlepalooza, June 97. Winner Take All, Handicap Ladder Match, Austin vs. Shane and Vince McMahon, King of the Ring 99. Triple H vs. Rock, Backlash 2000. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin vs. The Rock, Rebellion 3rd uh, November 2001, Kurt vs. Brock Lesnar, SummerSlam uh, August 2003, and Steel Cage match for WWE Championship, John Cena vs. Edge uh, from Raw 2nd of October 2006. Yeah, so 
as I said, I can't really fault this. I would have to give this, if you were to give this anything out of 5, I would give this a 5 out of 5. Like the raw one th- the top 100 raw moments, it runs for 3 hours. You don't see the time go in it. No point do you sit there and go like, oh my god, really? Who decided this? Or, you know, anything like that. It's a stellar, stellar release. It's probably one of my favourite ones that you've actually released. That um, Fremantle Media, WWEDVD.co.uk have released thus far and hope that other sets are like that so you can actually head over and pre-order it um as i say it's out june 24th um dvd will cost you 19.99 and blu-ray will be 22.99 now remember if you pre-order that and two other items you'll get 10 percent off um you can also go onto itunes and type in wwe you'll see like a lot of um items there you can actually um you can actually um get um, whether it be the likes of um, the Royal Rumble 2013 main event, whether it be upcoming WrestleMania 29, you want the Undertaker CM Punk match, it'll probably be there. You can follow them on Twitter and become their fan on Facebook. All of this is on the www.dvd.co.uk front page. Um, as I say, you can sign up for their newsletter and everything like that. Um, so yeah, um, I'd just like to thank the guys at WWEDVD.co.uk for sending me this here. Remember, guys, there is still a competition going on to win a copy of the Best of Monday Night Nitro Volume 2. Um, if you want to win the DVD, you have to send me a uh, email to vinto316 at gmail.com um, stating who hosts the Best of Monday Night Nitro um, Volume 2. Uh, former WCW superstar and if you want to win the blu-ray you answer that question plus when did that gentleman make his first Wrestlemania appearance uh, please put in your subject header WCW DVD competition or WCW uh, blu-ray competition just so I can differentiate uh, I'll then get in touch with people on the closing date which will be the Monday the 17th of June and um, they will be sent out by wwedvd.co.uk. So that's going to round it up for us. Uh, I will be having Jeremy Graves on the show, who um, is one of the PR guys at um, the, the wwedvd.co.uk. I'm in, interviewing him next Monday, which I believe is the 10th. Um, so if you have any questions you'd like to ask him, please send them to vinto316 at gmail.com. Please have them in by Sunday the 9th. I know it's very short notice, but just secured it. Um, so uh, if you have any questions you would like to ask him, please feel free to do so. And I will endeavor to ask him uh, about them. So, yep. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, until the next time, uh, bye-bye. Stone Cold Steve Austin will be in the main event at WrestleMania. Oh, hell yeah!
What the hell is that? I never asked for Deborah to be my manager, never wanted Deborah to be my manager. But the fact of the matter is this, is she's not my responsibility. She's not my wife. She's your wife. Angle is going to break Deborah's ankle for God's sake. Why did I embarrass her on those You never, ever, ever put your hands on another man's wife. Austin warned him. Just go ahead and take Deborah out of equation. Bam, she's non-factor. The fact is, Rock, you got the WWF title, and I want it. The Brahma Bull is furious. He stuck it off. He set him up. He wants that rock bottom. Here it comes. He's on the rock bottom angle from behind. All hell is broken loose. Here comes rock bottom. Rock bottom angle. Look at Austin. Look at Austin. Isn't waiting until WrestleMania. Your bald headed double studded candy ass belongs to the rock. Wait a minute! The rock is still coaster! The still coaster! How personal can this get? Can you imagine what it's gonna be like WrestleMania? Just one more fight and I'll be history. Yes, I will straight up leave your shit. you can ever imagine. There can be only one World Wrestling Federation champion, and that will be Rock Stone Cold Steve Austin. With all due respect. Check out my